Look at me go with three episodes in a week. Who am I? Welcome back to Voice Memos, everyone. Keeping this one actually short and sweet. Just some brief weekly reminders. Not really brief, but some reminders. This week has been whack. And not necessarily in a negative way, but definitely a lot of bizarre stuff. Bizarre has been my word lately, but bizarre stuff going down. And this episode is going to leave off on a cliffhanger, so listen through to that. I know I said Brady's was canceled, but I'm not going to lie. I think I might find myself ending up there tonight. I forgot it's like Labor Day weekend and some people don't have work tomorrow. So, well, they like have to, I don't know. So some of my friends are like, okay, actually the final appearance this week. And my girls know that the week after your cycle, like that time of month, is when you thrive. Like those two, two weeks after are when you're feeling yourself, you're confident, you're social, you feel hot. And that's just the energy wave I'm kind of on right now. Last week was rough if you listened to the past couple episodes, but we've been saying the past three weeks was my final Brady's appearance, but it's still August. It's still somewhat justifiable, but like I said, if I'm there come October on a Thursday night, do a mental health check-in on me because I'm probably not okay. But this feels like the last week of summer, and my favorite bartender is working this week. He switches on and off every week, so... I think it is, in fact, in the cards for me tonight to be there. Also because I'm house-sitting now, and I have a place to myself, which is so ideal for coming home drunk. That's just great. I'm tossed between that or blasting music and baking something and reading going to bed by 10 p.m. There's no middle here. I don't know. Someone give me a sign. Maybe I'll manifest some clarity from the universe today on what I should do with myself. Anyways, I'm, the whole point of this episode is I had such a deep, insightful, and eye-opening conversation the other day and I was sitting with my thoughts later on and realized there were some important messages and tips that other people should hear. Just have to see him real quick. I run into a guy I know randomly the other day and we say hi. We're making small talk initially. I guess you could say we had a falling out. We haven't spoken in a while more than at service levels just like acknowledging each other. He was asking what I've been up to in life and my different side hustles going on. And then he says that you're, you have a very interesting brain to pick. I like hearing your perspective. And after that, we ended up sitting down and it turned into an actual three-hour life conversation. Like, canceled my responsibilities the day and we had the deepest talk ever. I've mentioned how usually I'm the one asking those hard-hitting questions to people, like specifically guys, but it was refreshing for the roles to be reversed and the guy to be asking me for once because I was just like, damn, wait, these are actually really deep and I have to think about that for a second. But this was a platonic acquaintance I ran into before we all start running with this. And that's all the context you guys are getting on this person. But I'm hoping I could do this conversation justice. There were many different topics, but I'm going to choose one to focus in on today. But we were literally talking about, like, jobs, college, relationships, approaching people at the bar, friend groups, the going out scene, what we want out of life, where we plan to be. And then he genuinely asked me, he said, you seem very confident and sure of yourself now. How did you do it? And that stuck with me, like, the whole confidence part especially, because obviously that's something I've strived for so long, strived for for so long. And of course I have my moments, but I definitely am more confident person than when this guy and I last communicated. So I wanted to do a weekly reminder before everyone goes into the weekend. So hopefully something today resonates with you and drives you to do something that puts your best self forward. So to get into it, something that gives me confidence is my ability to hold promises to myself. When you set a goal for yourself and achieve it, you feel more capable, you feel more motivated and empowered because 
you follow through on a commitment. You tell yourself, like, I was able to accomplish this, now let's see what else I can do. Your self-esteem is boosted because you view yourself as reliable. I'm giving out homework this week for you guys, so if you are listening and into actively bettering yourself, I want you to set two goals for yourself next week. I'm emphasizing for yourself here. It's not for anyone else. It's something that is valuable to you. Come up with your two goals and you can write them in your notes app, physically write them down, put it on a post-it note, whatever you like to do. It doesn't need to be anything crazy either, and I'll give examples. So it could be literally waking up 45 minutes earlier every day. What you want to do at that time is up to you, but start with physically getting out of bed every day 45 minutes earlier. Or maybe you want to improve your work productivity for the week. So try putting away all your distractions, your phone, whatever, for 30 minutes and focus solely on the task at hand. Then you can take a break for five minutes and then repeat. And do that a couple of times throughout your workday and see how your productivity levels are impacted. At the end of the day and then week, take note of how you feel. Like consciously ask yourself what you're feeling and I'll guarantee it's positive. But how this translates into my overall view of myself is if I'm feeling intimidated, insecure, or unsure of myself, I pick up on those thoughts, I interrupt them, and then I start listing off everything I've accomplished. Being conscious of your thoughts needs to be another topic because I always talk about how I, I always say like my conscious thoughts in my head because I am so in my head and I'm so in tune with my emotions that if anything negative comes up, I immediately kind of counter it. But that will be an episode in the future. So, for instance, I interviewed with PepsiCo. It's a really big company. They own a million different brands. And I was intimidated because they're such a household name. And before going to the interviews, I would list off in my head everything I've accomplished. Once you have all these personal goals you've committed to and completed, it boosts your self-esteem and how you view yourself. I literally changed my thoughts and told myself, like, What are you getting anxious about? You started your own business at 18. You built a website from scratch. You got published in a magazine. You created a Life Advice podcast. Like, they would be lucky to have you. You know exactly what you bring to the table. And none of those are even related to my work experience. These were all promises and goals I made to myself. They were side hobbies that I was self-driven enough to follow through on. I had four interviews and I didn't end up getting the role, but it didn't affect me as much as I thought it would because... I'm so self-assured, and I had accomplished so much before the company, and nothing changed with me not getting the role. I'm still capable of doing all those things. So next time you are having self-deprecating or negative thoughts, I want you to consciously interrupt them and list off everything you have been able to do. Alter your thinking from what you haven't achieved to everything you have. Another note with confidence that goes hand-in-hand with self-promises is setting boundaries and maintaining them. I touched on this last episode related to guys in different situations, but since I am so self-assured, I have no problem setting boundaries with guys and making my expectations clear. The roles can be reversed here as well, like setting boundaries with girls, whatever. I mentioned last episode how I purposely avoided kissing a guy because I didn't like how he treated me recently. Did I want to? Sure. But I set a boundary because I'm not rewarding poor behavior. I haven't gone to the city man's apartment because he hasn't made enough of an effort. I expect planning ahead and sticking to it. Could I have gone over there at 12 a.m.? Yeah, sure, but that doesn't align with my morals and values. If you're not going to pursue me correctly, I'm going to move along. I talk a lot about matching energies, and if a guy isn't investing anything in me, then I'm going to treat him as I would anyone else. Now, do either of these guys think any more or any less of me for maintaining my boundaries? I don't know, and I don't care. The point is how I feel about myself 
and knowing I honored my morals and values does boost my confidence. Another example, I found out a guy was still seeing his ex. I made my expectations clear, and then I stepped back, and I was respectful. I'm not saying, like, go off on them. No, like, be respectful and just make what you want from a man clear. But I would still see him around and run into him for months, but I wasn't going to be intimate or put myself in a position to be. And then months later, when I decided to entertain it again, that's where the no expectations part came in. I had the knowledge, I knew what I was signing up for, and if I was okay with that, then at that point it was on me because he was still the same man that I stepped away from. The point is, I'm willing to walk away from any situation that undervalues me. It's about putting yourself on a pedestal, and if something doesn't align with your values, then don't do it. If it doesn't make you feel good about yourself, don't do it. You are setting boundaries, and the only people that don't like them are the people that no longer benefit from them. Now, one last example about someone that didn't like or respect my boundaries. My fiancé, who we cancels, we'll just call him FBI man now, but if you've been following along for a bit, you know he's basically the polar opposite of me. A ball of energy, very go with the flow, and, well, also very into PDA. Again, polar opposite of me. So down the shore, he's all over me in the middle of the bar. He's touching me. He's kissing me. He's, like, grabbing my ass. I hate that shit so much. Touching I can occasionally overlook if it's, like, a hand on the waist or something respectful. But the rest of it, do not do any of that in public. I hate that. Wait, now that I'm actually saying this out loud, this was such a major red flag. Like, I, I could be delusional too, guys, but... So I kept saying to him, I was like, I'm not like this, I'm not into PDA, stop, people can see, like, don't kiss me. And at some point, he literally ups and walks away from me. Like, walks off in the middle of the bar, and then his friend comes over to me, and he's like, you seem like you're not that into him. And I was like, I am, but I'm not putting on a freaking show. Ridiculous, though, leaving me, because he knew I was alone, and I was only there to see him. Never do that. Make sure you have a friend with you always. <laughs> like, I made another bad decision, but... He comes back over to me eventually. He picks up right back where he left off. And I'm tensing up because, again, I'm very uncomfortable by physical touch in public. And he's saying things like, relax, like, you're so uptight, be more fun, come on, it's fine, like, live a little, be spontaneous. So I literally let him gaslight me because in my head I'm like, oh my god, he's right, I am uptight, like, I need to be more fun. And that's my drunk delusional mentality, but looking back at it now, I'm like, Kara, you set boundaries, you were uncomfortable, he should have respected those. And that was a learning lesson for me because I didn't feel good about myself in the morning, I wasn't authentic to me, I was acting like someone I'm not just to please a man. All these different examples of guys, I know they're not meant for me, and at some point as we grow up and mature, we realize that chemistry, we realize like the difference between chemistry and compatibility. I'm out of chemistry with these people, but I'm not compatible with them. And I understand that I don't share the same deep values as these guys have. Unless they show up consistently or appropriately soon, I'll get tired of it. The games and cycles can be addicting, and that's going to be another episode. But when you start to step into your next level self, you realize how childish and unattractive it is. So again, another learning lesson is that you don't need to settle for a man or woman that doesn't share your same values. Yeah, you might have some discrepancies, but like for now I'm saying your core morals and values. Putting yourself on a pedestal means not being scared of driving away the wrong people because the right ones will live up to your standards. So the main takeaways for today on showing up as your best self is making promises to yourself and following through with them, interrupting negative thoughts and altering the way you look at situations, set boundaries that honor you, no one else. And as I say, unless someone is living a life with more integrity than you, then their opinion does not matter. How you see you matters most.
that's all for today, guys. We will see if I end up at the actual last Thursday Brady's or if I'm a hermit and house it. I'm not sure where this weekend will be taking me, but your cliffhanger as promised. A new development with one of the characters of last episode. Actually, there's developments with all the characters from last episode, but my personal favorite is that it turns out Juan has had a girlfriend the whole time. So, as I say, also follow your gut. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys, and I will talk to you next episode.